Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to the next episode of the Marketing Help Podcast. Now, just a reminder, the Marketing Help is your number one resource to proactively manage your career. We've got templates, we've got interviewing guides, we've got mentoring services, uh, and we've actually got a newsletter that if you subscribe to, you'll stay connected to all the things that really matter when it comes to managing your marketing career. So you can check out all that goodness over at themarketinghelp.co. Now, what if I, what if your manager told you in your marketing role, first day on the job, they say, hey, welcome to the team. Uh, you know what? It's okay to make mistakes here. Now, what if your manager told you that? And one thing to take away in your career is that, you know, when it comes to making mistakes, that's a good thing. But when it comes to learning from those mistakes, that's even better. So today we're going to cover the landscape of marketing specific mistakes that can be made in your career, uh, how to learn from them and possibly when to avoid making that same mistake twice. So today's guest is Bobby Loudon. Now, Bobby's the head of marketing for one of the nation's largest industrial buying groups based in Buffalo, New York. And Bobby's got 15 years experience managing um, uh, marketing uh, in financial, manufacturing, and industrial industries, as well as building and mentoring marketing teams. Now, I consider Bobby to be one of the sharpest integrated digital marketers uh, today just because of his experience integrating, and we'll talk a little bit about this, integrating traditional and digital. Uh, so happy to have him on as a guest. Now, Bobby and I actually know each other from when our paths crossed during one of his admitted marketing career mistakes. So let's take a listen. Hey, what's up, fellow marketers? Welcome to another episode of the Marketing Help Podcast. I've got Bobby Loudon with me today. Going to have a great episode. Before we get into that, um, well, first, Bobby, welcome to the, the episode. Eric, thanks very much for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, we discussed this uh, in, in preparing for this episode, but we'll get into the content in a little bit. But uh, before we get into that, love to hear... Now, you're a guy born and raised in South Philly, and now you're located in Buffalo. So give us kind of a quick backdrop on how you you know got started in marketing, but then how that led you to, uh, to where you are today. Sure, absolutely. So I started my career in Fort Washington, PA, which is just outside of Philadelphia with a finance organization. Went from there to a, uh, a B2B, B2C manufacturing company, and then landed at SES Advisors last year in Ballot-Kinwood, PA, which was an employee stock ownership plan company. So we did both the uh, implementation of the ESOP and the TPA work uh, for the ESOP. So similar to a 401k company. Um, after being there for just over two years, uh, I like to tell everyone we did such a great job and the company was acquired. So that led me to a search at the end of last year. And when doing my search, I opened up uh, myself to potentially moving out of Philadelphia. So I started applying in New York and Massachusetts and California. And an opportunity came up in uh, the Buffalo area and met with the president and fell in love with the city. And now I'm here. And you're mad representing the Eagles up there in Buffalo? Absolutely. And what's great about uh, this season is the Eagles actually play a game up here in Buffalo. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. All right. Great. Nice. Um, so, it, you know, it sounds like you have some good background there in terms of the industries you worked in. Um, but also, you know, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but, you know, you pushing yourself, like uh, like we talked about earlier, you know, to do that search and to look outside of Philadelphia for another job. Um, but we'll talk about it in a little, a little bit as we get into the discussion. But um, so this episode, again, when we were preparing for this episode, I thought it would be great to talk about something that not a lot of marketers like to talk about. 
but it's it's something that um, while we, we try to avoid them as marketers, they're, we're often reminded of them, uh, which isn't a bad thing, but I want to dig into mistakes. I want to dig into mistakes specific to the marketing career. Um, I know, Bobby, you and I shared some stories that we had, and I, th- I just thought it'd be great to capture this in a discussion uh, because, you know, when it comes to mistakes in the marketing context, whether it's, you know, internships, job search, interviewing, uh, like the first 90 days of a job or, or even managing a team. Like there's just tons of things that I think we want to help our listeners and our audience avoid doing. Uh, and even if they don't avoid them, at least they're aware of the types of mistakes that exist out there uh, as we want everyone to learn from them. So, you know, when you think about your career, Bobby, it's like, what is what do you think is the most valuable mistake that you've made uh, and learned from uh, in your career? Yeah, so I would say uh, throughout my career, probably, you know, each step of the way, trying to implement and change too much in the first, you know, 60 to 90 days. I think it's important to, you know, bring new, fresh ideas to the table. But when you try to take on too much, you know, as a marketer, we kind of lose sight of what we're really there to do. And that's to really be able to at the end of the day, analyze and show, you know, ROI and specific data on exactly what we're doing. So if we're trying to take on too much, it's just, it's not going to end well. Right. So you're, you're saying, you know, mistake is just kind of getting a little bit too uh, eager, uh, or I guess a little bit too um, uh, adventurous and trying to do too much too soon. That's correct. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, as a marketer, it's just not enough to strategize and implement. We 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 absolutely need to measure and understand the impact that we have on an organization. And if we're trying to, you know, implement new processes, you know, bring in new softwares, new CRMs, um, automation, et cetera, all at one time to kind of prove your worth to your new organization, it's just not going to work. Got it. Now, now, when you think back to your career, you know this sounds like it's a, the mistake you're talking about is something that's done when you start a new job. You know, you're eager, you want to get in there and prove yourself, and you, you try to take on too much. Is there is there ever or is there another mistake that you've uh, repeated? Meaning you've done it tw- you've done it more than once? Because um, we like this. You know, when it comes to mistakes, it's always like uh, mistakes are okay, so as long as you don't do the same one twice. Is kind of a saying I was told in my career early on. Um, not that it, you know nobody's perfect and we all do them, but is there anything that come to mind with you in terms of mistakes that you've um, found yourself doing over and over again? Absolutely. So I can firsthand tell you that early in my career, you know, as a young marketer growing up in the digital era, I removed uh, direct mailing from most of my strategy, and not until about four years ago did I bring it back and see the value in it. Um, you know, digital's great and it's going to get us to a certain point, but there's still that uh, audience out there that likes to receive something physical in the mail. So, um, you know, I went nine, 10 years of my career without doing any physical mailer. So, you know, I regret that. I've done that at three of my previous positions, but now my last two, I've implemented it and it's shown a great return on investment. And in that case, that's a good example. In that case, do you think it's a matter of um, understanding your audience? Or was it something that you knew would work, but you just felt like digital was 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 the way to go? Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, understanding your audience is definitely a big part of it. So, you know, my last organization, um, someone probably wasn't Googling 
exit strategies or, you know, different ways to sell a company. So, you know, when we're marketing something like an ESOP as an exit strategy, the best way that we found to get to those presidents or owners who are looking to, you know, take some chips or all the chips off the table was to, you know, send them something directly with, you know, a proposal and, you know, a keepsake. So, um, absolutely knowing your audience is a part of it, but, you know, I think, um, there, we're getting to the point now where presidents and owners are, are getting older and they're leaving their companies to their sons. So there also always has to be that digital presence as well. Right, right. And I think you're speaking to an audience that, that's very relevant to the businesses you've been supporting, which completely makes sense uh, in terms of making sure that you're considering those methods that are going to connect with that audience. Now, when you think about the, the team Right, so you've been managing teams for the last couple of roles that you've had. Um, how do you address mistakes with your team? So you're a manager, you've got a team of marketers. You know, do you, how, do you let them make? I mean, you can probably see them about to make mistakes. Or you know, there's common mistakes that they may make. Do you let them make them and learn from them, or do you try to keep them from making those mistakes themselves? I absolutely let them make the mistakes. So, you know, I'm a hyper vigilant guy. Um, um, very competitive and very goal oriented. That being said, if we win or lose, we do it together. So, you know, if a mistake's made, it's everyone's responsibility, including myself, to, identi- to identify the specifics and, you know, correct the steps moving forward. So I'm not someone, I'm not a micromanager and I'm definitely going to allow my employees to make mistakes. But, you know, that being said, once the mistakes are corrected, I expect that moving forward, the mistakes won't be made again. And, and in your in your teams that you've been managing, um, what were some of the most common mistakes you've seen the team make and learn from? Sure. So I would definitely say um, it, within Google, right? So understanding that the the keywords and the AdWord budgets are constantly changing. So we need to stay on top of that. Uh, all the time. So if you're not using tools like SpyFu or SEMrush to do competitive analysis to see, you know, how your competitors are spending their budgets and working off of that to properly spend your budget, then, you know, that's an issue. So I think, you know, every stop along my way, I found that I've had to do a lot of, you know, Google mentoring. Mm, Got it. Now, what kind of what kind of uh, what kind of uh, roles do you have on the on the team that you're managing or have managed in the last couple of years? What kind of sure. roles are there? Sure. So, digital marketing managers, marketing coordinators, events managers, graphic designers, and uh, got it. So, so you have a kind of a a, a um, integrated team of marketers that are that are taking that are managing all steps of the process, both paid, organic, owned. Like you said, you got an events person in there too. So sounds like there's a need for a lot of coordination and a lot of teamwork. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm currently at NetPlus Alliance and it's a very collaborative uh, working environment. So um, here I do have a digital marketing manager and an events manager. So we're always working together on things and um, very open to new ideas. It's a very entrepreneurial organization. Got it. So, you know, let's, let's, so go stick with the team, um, the topic here. So you've hired a lot of people. Uh, you've been in a lot of interviews. Like you said, you're pushing yourself to, to go uh, expand your search. You know, let's dig into the interview component a little bit because uh, I know myself, 
when I'm trying to, to find roles in, in my career, I have made a ton of mistakes when interviewing, but what are some of the interview mistakes that you've seen when hiring people for, uh, for the teams that you've been building? <laughs> That's a great question. So lack of preparation. I think you can tell immediately when someone comes in uh, to the interview, if they've done research on the company, on the role, and on the competition. And, you know, I can immediately make a decision within the first few minutes on whether or not uh, the candidate's going to be either brought back or considered for a second round. Um, I can tell you personally that I made that mistake with you. So, (laughs) you know, I interviewed at a Weber, when you were the chief marketing officer, I believe it was six or seven years ago. And, you know, I thought I was a hotshot marketing guy at, you know, in my late 20s. And I, I can't remember what I was doing the <laughs> night before, but it definitely wasn't preparing for the interview. And I came in and, you know, I just, I didn't do well at all. And in return, I didn't get the job. <laughs> no, I remember that. But I mean, there, there are elements of your presentation that were very impressive, but... Um... <laughs> Interviewing is definitely something where there's an opportunity to make a lot of mistakes, but also to learn to not make the same mistakes. Um, You know, even from a manager standpoint, from a hiring manager standpoint, I know my mistakes have always been, um, I've made some bad hires in my career. And, you know, it's one of those things where I wish I would never make the same mistake twice. Uh, But I I like to think about as I made a different mistake in the same context more than once uh, in making bad hires. But, um, you know, it, it has shaped me to kind of understand uh, what to look for when it comes beyond just the resume and looking for the best fit for a particular team. But, you know, making bad hires could be a, a definite mistake for anybody managing a team. Um, so so someone you, you've hired somebody, I'm sure along the way, you've had some rock stars on your team. Um, but think about the, you know, isolate to the first 90 days of somebody starting in a job, you know, for, for marketing roles, like you're saying, you got to know your craft, you got to be, you know, certifications, or you got to get hands-on experience, whether it's paid search, social, uh, email, whatever it is. What are some of the mistakes? Like you talked earlier about kind of the, the, the nuances of Google ads, but what are some other mistakes and other roles you've seen in that first kind of 90 day period, uh, for folks in your team make? Sure. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you're, when you're going from industry to industry, I think social is a big one. So, you know, the, the social audience in this day and age is very different when you go from say a finance company to a B2B tangible product type of company. So, you know, just adjusting, I would say adjusting to the audience, like we, we talked a little bit about earlier, um, you know, someone that you're targeting in the finance world isn't going to be or isn't going to have the same um, personality as someone who might be following you in, let's say, the spiral stair or the do-it-yourself world. Um, So I spent time with the Irons Shop five years, which is the largest uh, spiral stair manufacturer. So we were constantly pushing out content of different stairs that were made throughout the world. And but again, that audience who's following, you know, the spiral stair industry isn't necessarily following, you know, the Dow or the NASDAQ. Mm, right. So, so it's really there about preparation and, and again, knowing the audience in, in that shift in the first 90 days. Absolutely. Got it. Okay. Um, the, um, the other thing you think about when it comes to, you know, the marketing career, right? So the, 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 
at any given point, anyone's developing themselves in their career. You know, there's always a saying, you take your next job for your next job. But when you think about developing your career, like think about yourself when you were first starting out uh, to where you are now, were there any kind of, you know, oversights or mistakes you've made when it comes to your own career development? Um, you know, things that you may have learned from, you know, you think three jobs ago, uh, was there something that you, you know, did wrong or, or didn't do well that, that uh, you kind of addressed in the next two jobs. Yeah. And I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that it's part of the job itself. I think it's during the job search, don't put money first, understand that there's more to a job than money. So now when I search for a job, especially in this latest search, you know, moving to Buffalo, I didn't, I wasn't chasing money. I was chasing a culture and I was chasing a place that would allow me to grow and a place that I would learn a lot from and be introduced to a new industry. So if you're uh, the advice I would give, if, if you're looking to grow your career in the marketing industry, you know, take some chances, be open to, you know, relocation and be open to changing industries. I think when you're marketing in a specific industry for a long period of time, but then you pivot and change industries like I just did, you're looked upon as you know bringing fresh ideas to the table because the ideas in my current industry are so stale and behind the time. So coming from a Google background and a lead uh, generation background, um, I'm bringing fresh and new ideas and automation to the table where, you know, six, seven months ago, my current company wasn't thinking about any of these things. That's a great point because you you touch on something that's really, really important when it comes to career development. And that's really understanding uh, what are your priorities. And it sounds like in your career, money may have been uh, the number one priority when it probably shouldn't have, not shouldn't have been, but maybe it was uh, you're you're thinking you're prioritizing the wrong thing uh, that was kind of coming up short in terms of opportunities versus thinking more about long term of you know what is more important to me is it you know aside from money is it a great company is it uh, a location is it uh, a better challenge and this you know ties into our uh, six factors uh, mindset that we have when it comes to prioritizing your job search, but uh, just a great point in terms of not not short-sighting yourself by focusing on the wrong thing, but also opening yourself uh, not just to different locations, but different industries. So, you know, I like that point. I mean, I worked in retail and e-com for about seven years and then uh, got into the B2B software. And you're right. I mean, there were some fresh ideas and some transferable ideas, but it's also fun to kind of uh, apply that knowledge and that learning into a different industry, uh, which I would say, you know, a mistake I made in my career may have been staying at one place too long, uh, where uh, there may have been opportunities to take advantage of opportunities, uh, other opportunities sooner. Uh, not that I regret any of that, but you know, just looking back on it, it's you know, there may have been opportunities to get on the tech side or the or the client side earlier in my career after. 20 years of working for agencies, but, um, you know, definitely, you know, hear your advice there in terms of looking, uh, being open to other locations. Yeah. So when you say that you might've stayed somewhere too long, I know, you know, some employers, uh, tend to look down upon resumes or, you know, potential candidates who, you know, jump around on jobs. And, you know, I think in 2019, 2020, uh, quickly approaching that's, 
it's to be expected, right? Like the younger generation wants to move up and they want to move up fast. They, they care a lot about titles way more than I ever did. So, um, I guess my question for you, if I may, um, when you're looking at, uh, resumes, what do you, what is a red flag for you? What, what length of time in a position is too short? That's a, that's a really good question because, you know, to be asked that question three years ago, I may say, you know, two, three years uh, is a solid number uh, to show someone was sticking it out and learning a ton in one location. But in marketing, like you're saying, yes, there's a lot of talent out there and, you know, it's really about the right fit. Now, you know, if someone's got, you know, six months, uh, you know, six six jobs for six months over the course of multiple years, that, that could be a red flag. However, I'm not discounting somebody if they've been somewhere for a year. Uh, it is certainly going to be part of the conversation. Uh, but all that does to me is it opens up. I, I should start asking questions around that area just to seek to understand first to see maybe, maybe there's some uh, conditional things that were happening that, that caused this person to move on. Um, Ideally, for me, you know, when it comes to looking at resumes, depending on the role, of course, you know, if it's if it's someone who's director or above, you love to see some um, consistency in a role for a couple of years. Uh, if it's a new hire or entry level position, I absolutely want to see some level of experience being gained during college, uh, post college, internship, co op. Or even just doing it on your own, uh, you know, working for free for you know helping a business out. You know, show that there's some element of, of execution being done. Um, but you know, knowing that early stage marketers, a couple month gig here and there is to be expected. Uh, so it, it really is, you know, like you said, eighteen months, eighteen months to twenty four months is probably the shelf life for any marketer in a marketing role. Not saying that if you're there for 26 months or longer, you should think about leaving, but <laughs> it isn't like uh, you expire after that date. But um, right. that's what we see is kind of the, the cycle of somebody usually going through two, or at least one promotion cycle, give themselves a chance to learn, produce, uh, show their value and have a chance to progress uh, in what should be a defined career path in a company. And then usually what happens is someone either misses that opportunity or there is an opportunity to be advanced and that's what causes people to look so that's the kind of conversation i expect when i see uh these short stints uh, company to company but good question okay so let's think about this um when it comes to and you're kind of like sprinkling in here and there and some of the answers but when you think about you know if you could talk to yourself five years ago uh what would you tell yourself as it relates to what heads up would you give yourself five years ago in your career? Yeah, uh, I think definitely expand my horizons, right? We definitely did touch on it earlier, but, you know, just looking outside of Philadelphia and understanding that, you know, there's more jobs and more marketing jobs outside the Philadelphia, Delaware County region, Um so, you know, had I done that before, maybe I'm further along in my career now, maybe I'm not, but I think it would have at least um, given me a chance to possibly grow faster and end up in a position that I'm in now uh, much quicker. So, you know, NetPlus Alliance is a great company and a great organization. And if I wasn't open to expanding my horizons, I wouldn't be here now, but it took me until my late thirties to get here, but I'm 
happy to have done it. Yeah, absolutely. I, now, I, you know, I, I ask this question a lot to a lot of the the, the guests, and you know, I, I was in a discussion the other day talking about it, and someone had asked me that question about what I would, what advice I give myself five years ago, and I think the mistake I made early on was not seeking out mentorship because um, I think that there's a lot of advice that can be gained. And when I say mentorship, it isn't like you know, it's it's someone other than your manager or a manager's manager. Uh, looking for because there's so many people that have had more experience than me at that time, uh, but all all it would, would have taken is me to kind of like proactively pursue asking questions to say, hey, is there somebody I could be mentored by outside of my direct manager? So I think anyone you know thinking about that in their career, uh, even if you're in college, I mean, there's never too soon to to get mentors. You don't need just one; you can have multiple. But uh, just the advice that you can gain, like you're saying, Bobby, can, can certainly expedite your growth, earning potential, ability to, to find the job of your dreams. Uh, so it is something you may want to keep in mind. Absolutely. And just to kind of add on to the mentor piece, I would say, you know, early on in my career, I definitely was not a part of the Philadelphia Marketing Association, the American Marketing Association. I didn't attend digital summits or any summits at all. Um, around marketing. And I think that's super important. Um, right now I, you know, I'm a member of a ton of different marketing organizations and I like to attend multiple summits a year. So in September I'll be attending, you know, inbound, which is HubSpot's event, um, in Boston. So I think, you know, the more connections you can make and the more you're open to learning, um, you're just going to open up a lot of different doors. So I would definitely, uh, tell people or tell young marketers of all ages actually to you know start joining groups and attending uh, happy hours for groups and just you know make new connections because you never know what door is going to open right right and, and networking is a huge thing um, can be seen as a huge mistake that a lot of young marketers make uh, or even you know mature marketers mark managers directors where they just take it for granted uh, don't see the value in it but uh, I, I, you know, I think every job I've ever gotten has been because of my network. Yep. Um, yeah. so uh, that's definitely sound advice there. So as we wrap up here, Bobby, just a question I'd like to ask everybody just to make sure that there's, um, value shared to everyone listening. Cause you never know, like, like we were talking about, you never know where the next great idea is going to come from. But like when it comes to marketing resources, meaning where do you go to get information, finger on the pulse, uh, making sure you're staying aware of what's going on in all things marketing, whether it's a channel or career, what are some resources that you that you um, swear by? Yeah, so I, I swear by three, and that's marketing land, search ending, search engine land, and the Moz blog. Um, for me, you know, it's all the marketing news updates, algorithm algorithm changes, um, kind of all, and you can find all in those three spots. So um, yeah. without those, I'd I'd probably be lost. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been going to the Moz blog for years, so that's definitely been a huge help throughout my career. Yeah, great, great resources. We'll include those in the show notes. Now, uh, as we wrap up here, if people want to get hold of you, they want to learn more about what you're doing uh, and stay connected, Where where's the best place for someone to contact you? Sure. So it's uh, Robert Loudon on LinkedIn. And probably the second best would be Instagram. And my handle there is uh, Robert Clark. So that's R-O-I-B-E-A-R-D-C-L-A-R-K-E. Got it. So we'll uh, definitely include those handles in the show notes. 
And uh, that's going to that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Bobby, thanks so much for your insights, sharing, you know, kind of leaning into uh, the mistakes, identifying the mistakes you've made in your marketing career. And uh, we appreciate your time on today's episode. Thanks, Africa. It was a pleasure. All right. A big thanks to Bobby and his insights on the marketing mistakes that you should be ready to learn from or avoid altogether. Now, check out the show notes for ways to connect with Bobby. And for those resources that he mentioned, all good stuff there. A lot of great resources to stay in tune with the digital marketing industry. Now, if you too want to help marketing students, marketing professionals, uh, avoid common mistakes and be prepared for the career journey, all you have to do is uh, share a link of this podcast to your friends and network or leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Now, as always, let me know if there's anything I can do to help you in your marketing career. If you need a job search tool, if you need interview or resume templates, uh, or if you're just someone who's stuck in your career and you're trying to figure out what's the next thing for you, uh, can provide some mentorship support as well. All you need to do is just shoot me an email, and that's eric, E-R-I-K, at themarketinghelp.co. Until next time, this is your host, Eric Harbison. Happy marketing.